Hi, this is Dr. David. I want to welcome you back to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Today is Monday, March the 27th, 2023. And um, <laughs> unfortunately, it's about 7 p.m. But, uh, you know, I finally just reached a stopping point. But uh, anyway, I am long overdue of uh, an episode. So um, I'm happy to be here today. I want to, like I said, welcome you back to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Um, the name Fresh Start with Dr. David um, should bring up things about, you know, renewal and beginning again and starting anew and refreshment and all those kind of things. Um, <clears throat> and it's especially important this time of year because this is spring, right? So this is the part of the year where we spring into action and spring into growth and start planting seeds and planning for the future and creating goals and things like that. Um, you know, and it's also the time of the year when we have Easter uh, and all those kind of things, which represent the same kinds of things. Um, so, and it's the season of the year when a lot of us, people like me especially, who have severe allergies, start sneezing and coughing and have itchy eyes and things like that and looking at the pollen counts and all those kind of things. So anyway, um, it's a really, really good time of the year to have a podcast named Fresh Start with Dr. David. So welcome back. Um, I, it took me a little bit longer to start this, to do this podcast than I had planned. I try to do these, I want to do these on a weekly basis, but sometimes, you know, your schedule gets backed up and things like that. So that's kind of the reason why there's been a delay since I did the last one. I think it's been about a week and a half, two weeks. Uh, my goal is to do two to three per week, but that doesn't always happen. But anyway, um, I'm going to do better. So <laughs> I'm going to do my best to do better to, to deliver more podcasts on a frequent basis. Um, and um, I'll try to work around my schedule and things like that to do that. But, you know, just know that I've been wanting to do a podcast. I just haven't found the time until now. So now that I've found the time, I've made the time, and I'm using the time. And I said it that way just to allude uh, to an upcoming podcast that I'm going to do that's all about time. And I'm going to sp spend specifically probably about an hour just talking about all the different all the different facets of time, all the different ways that time works, uh, and things like that, just because time is our most valuable resource, but it's also, or it also can be our greatest liability. You know, more people waste time and throw away time and give away time and spend time on worthless pursuits and things like that than anything else. So it's really, really important because, you know, generally speaking, there's kind of a, a seesaw um, principle about time and money. You know, a lot of people who have a lot of money don't have a lot of time and vice versa. And a lot of people who have a lot of time don't have a lot of money. And so part of what you want to do, if you're especially in the latter category, is re you know, bring some more equilibrium to it where you have, you know, less time but more money, uh, things like that, and where more of your efforts are producing revenue and producing outcomes and results and the things that you want, right? Because those are the things that allow you to grow, right, and become more abundant and prosperous and successful and things like that. So I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely be sharing more about that podcast that I'll be doing all about time. Uh, hopefully I'll get a chance to do it this week. Um, if not, it'll get done next week. 
So I also wanted to let you know about a couple other things. Be sure to tune in or check out um, my free Facebook uh, pages. Um, they're going to help you. I post daily positive affirmations and motivational quotes there that should help keep you motivated, driven, enthused, things like that. I'll give you those again. Those are Fresh Start with Dr. David, which is a private uh, Facebook group. Uh, New Balance with Dr. David, which is also a private uh, group. And then the last one is Grow, G-R-O-W. And I would really, really encourage you especially to join Grow, capital G-R-O-W, because in Grow you can, you can share easily the motivational quotes and daily affirmations and things that I post there. And the other private groups in a private group on Facebook, you can't do that. Or you can copy it and then start it as a new thing. But if you just want to be able to click share and share it with people in your circle or your network on Facebook, the easiest thing to do is join that podcast. So it's called G-R-O-W Grow. It's easy to find. Um, you know, you know, just go to the, um, the, the page where you can, on your page where you can search and look up groups and everything. Search for the Grow Group under Facebook Groups, and you should find me, and I'll add you, and I'd love to have you there. And I'd even love you even more if you do something that people don't do there, which is post some positive affirmations. I guess a lot of times when people join a group, it's just so easy to just point, click, and like, and hearts, and stuff like that. But most people don't find uh, and post positive affirmations and daily motivational quotes, and I actually think the the real energy from doing that comes from actually finding the quotes. I really do. Uh, it's not about the treasure you get, but it's about the journey, the voyage. So I think actually I do that all the time, but I think a lot of people don't do that. They just kind of see it and click it and go, oh, okay, I'll take in this positive energy. But I actually think that most of the energy actually comes from searching and locating those positive affirmations because when you do that, you actually find a lot of other stuff along your journey that's going to help you be successful and if you don't go through that search I think you're getting a lot less but anyway I would encourage you to join the grow Facebook group on Facebook and like I said it's free um, also with this podcast if you haven't done so already please subscribe to it so you get re regular notifications about new episodes and things like that please donate to the podcast you can donate as little as a dollar a month um, you know and I promise you, if you donate a dollar, you'll definitely get more than a dollar's worth from me um, through these uh, these episodes. But, you know, donate. Give back. Um, it allows me to do things. It allows me to reach new people. It allows me to help my clients more. It allows me to hopefully get a, a really high-quality microphone one of these days. It'll also help me start my uh, 501c3, uh, the Resilience Project, which is going to be a program to provide free life coaching to adolescents, teens, and young adults who are undergoing life stressors, life challenges, and growing pains, right? And I honestly believe that, I believe in the law of attraction, and I believe in karma. I do, and I believe when you give back, it will come back to you eventually, one way or another. So anyway, please donate uh, to my podcast, um, and if you, if you join the Grow group on Facebook, or if you go to my Facebook page, David Wright, you can find, if you scroll down, you can find the link to donate. And if you have any, you know, if you can't find it, just email me. My email address is mlcofgreateratlanta at gmail.com, which is the name of my first practice, right? M is in Michael, L is in Larry, C is in Carr, 
the word of, the word greater, the word Atlanta at gmail.com. Just email me and I'll send you additional information. I'll also send you a list of upcoming topic, topics. Um, also, if there's something that you're passionate about and related to mental health and wellness or self-improvement or self-mastery or growth or self-development or resilience or a story that you'd like to tell or a medical problem issue that you have and you want to do an episode with me, let me know. I would love to hear your story. I'd love to share it with people. I'd love to give you some insights about what I think can help you move forward. And I'd like to do that. So uh, anyway, always keep that in mind. Um, and with that, I'm going to jump in today. Um, uh, I also wanted to let you know right now I'm offering $100 off initial consultation sessions and ongoing coaching and therapy sessions at my office, right? I'm doing this for a reason. I'm doing this to meet people where they are. I'm doing this because we have two unfortunate, well, three unfortunate situations going on right now. Number one, as you know, inflation and price gouging, right? Number two, rising, uh, rising interest rates, which are supposed to bring down the price gouging and inflation, but haven't really worked, right? <laughs> and I could, you, you've heard me talk about that on previous podcasts because it's a blunt tool and it, and it doesn't work well and it's, it's unfair. It doesn't, it doesn't disincentivize people who have tons of resources. All it does is punish people like you and me who are trying to buy the things they need, food, gas, groceries, Trade in a car, buy your first home, trade in your uh, you know this for that. It only hurts people who have limited resources. None of these interest rate hikes hurt rich people. They don't, and it's totally unfair. But hey, you know uh, I could go on on and about that. I'll probably do a podcast about inflation and monetary policy, even though I try to stay out of politics. But to me, that's not really about politics. Um, you know, it's about accounting. And monetary policy, and even though I'm not an economist, I can tell you it's a blunt tool, uh, which is why it hasn't worked yet. But anyway, um, you know, it's really, really important for people to be treated fairly. So even though I can't fix the monetary policy in this country by myself or at all, what I can do is help people and meet people where they are. So that's why I'm offering $100 off initial consultation sessions and up to $100 off ongoing coaching and therapy sessions. And as you may or may not know, um, you know, I do all kinds of things to help people get what they need, right, and meet them where they are. And that's why I also reward people um, for uh, referrals. So people who come to my office can also get a reward or um, a discount for sending referrals. So uh, I think that's part of the positive energy. I think it's part of the law of attraction. I think it's part of karma. And when people, when you help other people, I promise you, it will come back to you one way or another, right? Uh, because sooner or later, even just by the law of probability, statistics, the law of, 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 of averages, eventually you're going to help somebody who's going to be in a place to help you back, even though you don't know it. Now, that's not necessarily the reason why you do it, but I promise you that's part of the way that karma and the law of attraction work eventually if you help people eventually you're going to help somebody and it's going to come back and help you indirectly or directly so it, it and it feels good you know so help somebody if you can and definitely like i said if you can give back to this podcast give back to this project even if it's a little as little as a dollar a month right and you know let me know so i'm going to dive into today's topic today today is all about the power of seasons and nature, right? Um, 
And if you've ever, you know, if you know me, if you've ever, if we're Facebook friends, if you've seen my Facebook page, you'll see that I use the power of seasons and nature all the time. And if you scroll down my page, you'll see nothing but pictures of birds and pictures of animals and pictures of lions and panthers and tigers and bears and, <laughs> oh my, and, uh, you know, uh, bunnies and stuff like that because I just believe that nature helps us reset. So I use nature to help reset and reactivate that internal energy. Uh, and, you know, you can do that in a lot of different ways, but I think nature is a really easy way to do it. But this podcast is all about the power of seasons and nature, and specifically about the power of spring. So, you know, like I said earlier, my this podcast is called Fresh Start with Dr. David, and it's all about making a fresh start. And you have a, an opportunity to make a fresh start every single day you wake up. And you have an off, an opportunity to make a fresh start every week, right? And every month and every year. You don't have to wait till New Year's Eve or the beginning of the new year or a new tax season or a new quarter or a new election for a fresh start. You can create a fresh start each and every day, and I'm here to help you do that. This podcast is all about spring, right? So let's talk about spring. So when you think about spring, um, you know, there are a lot of adjectives for spring, and it's funny because when we're children, you know, if you have a good teacher, <laughs> a good classroom teacher, you know, she'll put up things that change with the seasons, and you'll think about stuff like this. But once you become an adult, there aren't a lot of teachings or reminders about it, right? So we kind of rely on holidays to do it for us, right? But, you know, I can remember in class, my teachers, which I had such great teachers, especially in elementary school, but they would they would use those themes in their in their in the classroom. Autumn would come around, and you'd see stuff with you know walnuts and leaves and things like that. And spring would come around, and you'd see plants and flowers uh, and pollen and things growing and animals and all that kind of stuff. So teachers do a really good job of that. But you know, once you become an adult, there aren't a lot of things aside from you know your allergies and just kind of seeing nature uh, work its magic. But some of the adjectives that you may or may not remember associated with spring are these. Sprouting, warming or warming up, bouncing, glowing, blossoming, migrating, exciting, dazzling, emerging, growing, prancing, changing, blooming, joyful, playful, cheerful, colorful, beautiful, um, all those words are associated with spring. Leafy, breezy, happy, pretty, windy, cheery, fluffy, woolly, chocolatey, pleasant, brighter, green, longer, soft, newborn. Um, all of those things are associated with spring. And, you know, the other thing about spring, too, is... is that spring is a noun, right? That's the the use of the word spring to this uh, to describe this season, right? Which is the season of spring. But spring is also used as a verb, as an action word, right? And I think it's equally important that way, or more, right? And I'll just kind of give you the de the, the the definition. Spring is to move or jump suddenly or rapidly upward or forward. Moving rapidly or suddenly from a constrained position by or as if by the action of a spring, right? 
or to operate suddenly by means of a mechanism, like a spring, right? Um, and that brings up, you know, the other form of the word spring, right? As a, as a lever or as a mechanism of an action, right? A spring, something, some coils that when pressed down, when released, expand, right? And, you know, that's how a spring works, uh, which is a mechanism. And so that's what, those are other things associated with spring um and i you know i like the definition about springing forward right and that's the easy way to remember in terms of setting our clocks forward and back that's the easy way that i was taught you know you spring forward and you fall back right um so that's an easy way to remember it but you know it's not just about time though it's also about the action so this is the time of the year that you should devote to action. Create, creating action, creating goals, starting to activate your goals. I mean, I did a podcast recently with one of uh, a client of mine who'd already reached all of her goals, or, or actually not all of them, but she'd reached like half, 50% of her goals, maybe a little bit more than that. Um, she's probably reached another one by now in March, and I was so proud of her. Um, because she's one of those people who puts in the work and she, she gets things done and it's so impressive to see and it's so nice and it, it made me feel so good that I can help be a part of that. But she springs into action and it is such a great thing to see. It gives me energy and it's part of the reason why, one of the selfish reasons, I guess, why I do what I do is because I actually get energy from seeing my clients improve, grow, become better, get fresh starts and spring into action. So I love seeing that, uh, and you know, if you listen to my previous podcast, and if you listen to the future one that I'm going to do specifically about procrastination, there are things that you can do if you fail to spring into action over the same thing over and over. If you're procrastinating, there's a specific reason why you're procrastinating, and we can get to the root cause of that in my office really quickly and easily uh, during a specialty session on procrastination. And so don't allow your don't allow procrastination to thwart your journey and your destiny and your success and your abundance your abundance and your prosperity. Don't allow that to happen. Come and figure it out. Tackle it, right? Don't let one or two things prevent you from becoming the best version of yourself. But that brings us back to spring, though. I love the word spring into action because I think that's so important. Um, and, you know, there's kind of two sides of the coin. There's some people who spring into action too much and then on the other extreme, there are people who never spring in the action. It's you could you could do anything, and they would just never ever ever make a movement, right? And you want to obviously some situations require that you spring into action. Other situations and circumstances suggest that you should use some restraint and not spring into action, right? And be hesitant or patient or cautious, right? And that's the opposite, right? And there's a season associated with that as well, but. Spring is all about springing into action. This is the time of the year when you should get really, really excited and be active in reaching your goals. You know, um, and if you haven't done so, definitely tune into the episode that I did, the one before the holidays that I did on, you know, uh, seasonal habits, holiday habits, things like that to kind of prevent yourself from overspending and overeating and things like that. But then I also did another podcast in January on New Year's resolutions and New Year's habits and things like that. And 
you know, regardless of whether you believe in New Year's resolutions or the power of them or not, it's really, really important to pick specific times of the year when you are going to make decisions about what you want to achieve, right? And, you know, that kind of brings to, to, to mind the concepts of having a 30-day plan and a 60-day plan and a 90-day plan and a 120-day plan and a 360-day or one-year plan, you know, um, or, you know, 365 days, but whatever, um, a full circle, right, a year, Um you know, a two-year plan, a three-year plan, a five-year plan, a ten-year plan. Uh, and once you start planting those seeds, like you should be doing in the spring, right, which is what spring is all about, then you're going to start the neural networks in your mind to start filling in the gaps and creating blueprints and outlines for getting those. So it doesn't matter if you have a plan or not, or a specific plan, but start planning anyway, right? Um, start going from a goal to a plan to a strategy to action steps and start doing that and it's going to start your mind like a search engine you know like a, a search engine on your computer searching for stuff and when you start doing that your mind is going to start coming up with some solutions i promise you uh, and you definitely will start doing that when you come to my office because i have a highly specific process that i use to help people to start start not only relying upon me to help them come up with creative solutions to their problems, but to help them to do it going forward as well, right? Um, because you don't want somebody to just give you the answers. You want somebody to teach you the process, the method to help you move forward. And that's one of the things that I help clients do in my office, regardless of whether it's uh, health and wellness, diet, nutrition, weight loss and weight management, managing a chronic condition like diabetes or hypertension or, you know, chronic allergies, things like that, or chronic pain, right? You've got to have a process for doing that. Um, and, you know, like I said, in terms of spring, spring is a good time to start activating those goals, goals that you created at the beginning of the year, goals that you started thinking about last year. I mean, honestly, most people don't start thinking about New Year's resolutions or the goals that they want to reach for the, the next calendar year in January. Most people start thinking about it in November and December, right? Uh, because <laughs> they realize that they're going out a lot, drinking a lot, eating a lot, and they know that at some point they're going to want to take it off, right? Um, so people usually start thinking about that stuff in the fall and in, in the winter and Christmas. And then they start, you know, hopefully uh, acting upon those goals and plans and things like that in the spring. But definitely, if you haven't sprung into action by now, you need to you need to get your button gear. It's time to get started, right? So start start creating some action steps, right? Start creating to-do lists. Start creating post-it notes. Start brainstorming for ideas. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's related to your career or your weight or your diet or whatever else, right? Start springing in the action, springing into action. Start coming up with ways that you're gonna solve your issues, whether they're health and wellness related, whether they're mental health, whether it's vocational, right? If you started a new job, like let's say January, you've gotten some feedback by now. So you can start making some changes at your office or on your on your off office time to start being a better employee, right? 
Uh, and you don't need your boss to do that. You don't need a review to do that. Honestly, um, I hadn't really planned on talking about this, but since I'm on the topic of work, you know, review yourself before you get a review from your supervisor, right? And, you know, obviously it's hard to be objective about yourself, but you can critique yourself and, and you can come up with some, some criteria for critiquing yourself. Am I doing good as far as time management? Am I staying focused? Am I being productive? Am I efficient? Is my work accurate? Is it precise? Am I, do I get it right most of the time? Am I a team player? Am I pleasant to be around? You know, those kind of things. And, you know, obviously, you're going to probably do better or be better in some of those areas compared to others, but start critiquing yourself. You don't have to get, uh, you know, uh, feedback or, you know, a yearly annual or semi-annual review from a supervisor or a manager or a director or a boss, for lack of a better words, in order to improve. You can start improving on your own, and I recommend that you do, because if you do that, then the person for whom you work or with whom you work, they're going to see evidence of it, and you're going to feel the evidence of it, too. So, you know, and I think that goes right along with spring, because spring is about planting seeds, but it's also about improvement, right? Because... Every spring, you want to kind of, every year, but every season, every spring, you want to kind of do better than you did last time. And you want to, you know, improve upon the strategies that you've used in the past, right? So if a strategy didn't work last year, you might want to try a different strategy this time, right? Um, you might want to, you might need to collect more information or data to make a decision, you might to change, need to change your priorities, right? You might have something really, really high up on your priority list, and it may not belong there. It might belong in a different place. And so spring is a time for all of those kind of things, right? Um, you know, and you know, obviously, you know, you've got things that follow spring. You know, you've got summer, you've got fall, you've got winter, and all those kind of things. Um, and so, you know, and obviously, you've got a, a season of harvest, um, right, which is not this season, but, you know, that's what you want to think about, right? You want to think about the harvest that you want in the future, but you also want to think about the journey, right? And your plans and strategies and action steps are what are going to help you create that journey. So the journey that you have, the direction that you're going to take is going to be in direct response to the plans, strategies, and action steps that you have, right? It's going to start with a goal, but it's not going to end there. Hopefully it doesn't. Uh, if, if your goals end with just a goal, then that's just a hope or a dream, right? Uh, but it's it's not something that's likely to materialize, right? You've got to activate your goals with planned strategies and specific action steps, right? That are hopefully well thought out ahead of time. So, you know, to reiterate, spring is all about leaping forward, jumping, bounding, vaulting, hopping, right? Using recoil, right? And if you remember from, I guess, elementary physics, uh, recoil, right? Recoil is, is what happens with a spring, right? When you push something down and apply pressure to it, like a metal wire that's in coils, like a spring, and then... After you let go of it, the, the energy that gets released or what happens afterward, the response, right, is the recoil, right? 
So recoil brings to mind the concept of responding to something, right? Reacting to something, right? And in a sense, even though spring is a season of planting seeds, it's a re reaction to something, right? And what is it generally a reaction to? It's a reaction to all the things that have died, right? <laughs> I mean, that's just part of the, 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 the seasons of living or the, the life cycle, the cycle of living, right? You plant seeds or seeds are planted, then things start to sprout and grow, then they grow and grow, grow more. Uh, as they receive, you know, nutrients from the soil and water from the environment and sun from the sun, uh, or solar energy from the sun and things like that. And then they grow and then they harvest, right? They bring about fruits, fruits of the labor, right? And then they, those things die and then there starts a new season, right? Uh, and we think we call those things crops, Um but that's what it's all about. It's it's about cycles, and every 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 season has energy associated with it, right? There's a certain energy associated with the spring, right? Which I call recoil or spring energy, right? Or activating energy, right? There's another kind of energy associated with the summer, right? That's when things are you know reaching their full potential, things like that. And then you know, obviously, there's an energy associated with harvesting right uh in the fall and that's also the energy associated with you know kind of withdrawing and you know enjoying the fruits of your labor right the labor from the summer and the spring the labor that you've made earlier and so there's a season associated with everything and the more you are in sync with the seasons and cycles of this planet the healthier you're going to be the better things are going to go with you, go for you, and with you. Um, there's just an energy that's a part of this planet, the life cycles of the planet. And the more you're opposed to that, the tougher things are going to be. The more that you're synchronized with them or in sync with them, the better things are going to be. And so if you're using the energy of this season, which I think is part of the law of attraction, uh, if you're using the energy of this season to get things going and to make changes and to start activating things and action, um, then you're just going to be a lot better off. If you're not, if you use this season as a season of you know sloth and <laughs> laziness and those types of things, then I think you're going to be just the opposite. Now, there are some people who act differently in different seasons, right? Um, you know, I can say both personally and just, you know, speaking upon it as somebody with an, an MD, uh, this is a season where a lot of people's immune systems are overly reactive. I know mine is. Mine has always been that way. I was always the kid in class sneezing and things like that. And that's just the nature of my immune system. I think it's twofold for me. I can't speak for everybody, but I think it's twofold for me. I think number one, it's because, uh, it's genetic, um, and, you know, especially my father. Uh, but I also think it's just a product of the fact that I was born prematurely. So I was born almost two months prematurely. So I think because of that, um, my immune system wasn't ready for prime time when I was born. So it had to be more reactive compared to other people's because my immune system wasn't developed. Um, because I was born, you know, I don't know, a significant amount of time before when I was ready. 
And so I think my immune system's always kind of been on high alert because of that. But allergy season is tough, and then you have to make choices. Um, you know, thankfully, there are a lot of great antihistamines around, but a lot of those antihistamines uh, are laden with side effects, especially cholinergic side effects, you know, um, dry eyes and things like that. And some of the most uh, up-to-date or recent antihistamines aren't as bad with the side effects, um, but they still do have side effects, you know, and obviously they're holistic things that you can, you can do. You can find out from your provider or, uh, you know, an integrative medicine physician or a naturopath or, you know, you know, a number of different people, you know, things like that, like taking bee pollen and royal jelly and things like that that help you in terms of your immune response to what's going on outside. But it's tough from an energetic standpoint if your body's fighting all these things that are blooming and blossoming around you. Um, and the, one of the big reasons why I bring that up is... Um, the same thing is true in terms of like social media and technology and things like that. People don't look at it like that, but I kind of see it the same way. And as you know, I love analogies. So to me, the same, you know, reactivity of my immune system to all this pollen and all these things floating around in the air is kind of the causing things to be overreactive, but also can cause things to shut down is the same thing with having too much going on, too much social media, too much television, too much Netflix, too much input, too much phone time, and all those kind of things. And I think it, it, it's a detriment. So it's also a season where you can kind of recalibrate that. It's also a season, um, you know, if your immune system will allow it, for you to kind of rejoin nature and get the energy that's abundant in nature, you know. This is the time of the year where plants start budding, things like that. Animals are active, things like that. And use that as a catalyst to, to start your day and to end your day, but especially in terms of starting your day. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, if it helps you to kind of be centered in the morning, go out on your deck or in your patio or whatever and meditate and, and commune with, with, you know, the trees and the, the plants and the birds and the wind and all that stuff. Allow that stuff to recenter you and do the same thing when you get home. Uh, allow nature to recenter and recalibrate. Allow that positive energy to rebalance you. Even though spring is the season about springing forward and activating and acting and things like that, it can also be a season where you allow nature to kind of rebalance you from everyday life, right? To rebalance your self-care. So you also use this season to start paying closer attention to how you treat your body and how much self-care you have. You know, whether you take time out, whether you meditate, whether you hike or exercise, whether you take time away from work so you can spend more time with your family or do fun things. Think about that. Um, so again, um, this season, spring, is all about energy and activation and planting seeds for a future harvest. And regardless of whether you're talking about your financial circumstances or your financial portfolio, or, you know, or if you're talking about, you know, your checking account or your savings account, or if you're talking about your diet and your weight and your energy levels and your metabolism and all those different things, or if you're talking about your work circumstance or your job, or, you know, your work-life balance, or, um, you know, all of those different things, use this time 
to plant seeds and to recalibrate things and to reassess and to make some changes, right? This is a season of growth, of planting seeds uh, and planning for the future. So use this season and try to get in tune with it. The more that you do that, the more you're going to be operating within the law of attraction and the more you're going to attract other things and other people who are also activating their future success. And with that, I'm going to wrap up. Thanks for tuning again in and in again to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Um, I think it's really, really cool that Fresh Start is synonymous with the season of spring. So this is your season for a fresh start. And regardless of which episode you tune into with my podcast or what time of the year you tune in, you're always going to get a fresh start with me. And I think it's 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 ironic that that my sees my uh, podcast is named after or synonymous with the the season of spring because it's all about planting seeds and that's what this podcast is all about. It's all about planting seeds, growing, improving. That's one of the reasons why my Facebook group is called Grow. Um, but it's all about resetting the balance. That's why I have a Facebook group called New Balance with Dr. David. It's all about fresh starts. Uh, it's all about rebooting resetting, rejuvenating, uh, restarting, right? It's all about beginning anew, which is something that you do every day when you wake up anyway. So welcome back again to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Definitely stay tuned and tune in to the upcoming episode about time management. You're going to love that episode and you're also going to think about time differently. Definitely stay tuned for upcoming episodes on setting priorities, setting boundaries, and decision-making. So with that, I'm going to wrap up. Thanks so much for tuning in. You have a great day, and welcome back to the Fresh Start with Dr. David podcast. Wishing you a great spring. Take care. Bye-bye.